Hello. This is the Myth Taken Podcast. If I could talk. Sorry. I am Amanda. Dan. Hi. I'm Dan. I don't know. You should say your name. Well, yeah, but you you generally say and my co-host or something like that, don't you? I have, but I thought the the pause was enough to cue you to say hello. No, it wasn't. Noted. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't, I, I also wasn't facing you, so I didn't know if there was a visual cue. I think I like fluttered my hand. I see. But yeah, good point, you... You wouldn't have seen that. Sorry about that. Um, so it's been a little while. That isn't really anything new. Seems like we... Where am I going with this? Seems like there's a lot of time before we can do another cast. Yeah, occasionally they're few and far between. It's true. True. Sorry, I was... Trying to log into something as I was talking, which is not a good idea to nope, do. No, you should probably do that before the show. Yeah, probably. But then I told you to go, and and yet I wasn't actually ready. Sorry about that. And off I run. Off you go. Um, so, this creature that we're doing on this show uh, was actually a suggestion from a listener. Um, Don't say their last name. No, of course not. <laughs> Although he did give me permission, but I'm not going to. First name Frederick. He suggested this creature, so we are going to do it. Um, and just a reminder that... Is that is that Frederick or like Frederick? Frederick. Do you sure. want me to spell it? No. Okay. <laughs> um... But yeah, just a reminder, you can uh, email us or Instagram us or Facebook us with any um, creature suggestions if you have them, and we will try to do them. Um, so, without further ado, we are going to be talking about the... Nazgul. No. No. <laughs> Snallygaster. That sounds like the same thing. Yeah, I actually have never heard of this cryptid um, before it was suggested. So it was kind of like a, oh, okay, let's check this one out. Um, to dive on in, the description, the Snallygaster is a large winged dragon-like creature, half reptile, half bird, um said to have a metallic beak or a pointed bill and razor sharp teeth which having a beak and teeth i don't know how that goes together yeah i mean the beak is it i mean that's it is the teeth yeah yeah i mean it is its purpose is to 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 break things that they don't have i mean well maybe this bird creature doesn't have the gut of of the modern day bird and can't digest things. Maybe. Right? Isn't that how those how birds work? Uh, I think some swallow small stones to help them digest things. At least that's what I had been told once upon a time. I think and I heard that somewhere as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Has both a beacon teeth, 
um, claws. Razor, razor sharp teeth. Razor sharp teeth. Yeah. Yes, that is very important. Claws, also probably razor-like. Um, and but it doesn't specify, so no, can't assume. Right. Uh, an eye in the middle of its forehead. Like a third eye, or just like one eye. Just one eye. That's that's what I um. That's what it seems like anyway from from the sites I was looking at. <laughs> it seems like it just has one eye in the middle of its forehead. One eye. And this is a flying creature? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I feel like flying creatures typically have kind of eyes that are not so centered because they want to have that depth perception or like right. periphery. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no. I, <laughs> I think you are right there. Or at least... Yeah. Yeah. One eye one eye seems like it, it puts them at a great disadvantage as far as like flight mm-hmm. and just knowing where they go. Yeah. It I I don't see how it would help them just having one eye, even if it's a really large eye, like it's yeah. Um octopus tentacles is also part of this creature. A f- okay, so it it's a flying creature. <laughs> yes. With one eye. One eye. So it has wings. Yes. It does not fly via these tentacles. Mm, not that anything has said. So they're not like webbed te- tentacles. Mm, no, I think they're okay. definitely just octopus tentacles. Do the tentacles have claws? No, nah, no. Okay, so where are the claws? Are they on the ends? Well, of the it wings is a, on, like, the little... a bird-like creature, so it does have a couple legs. And I believe the claws would be on the legs. So it's half bird, half reptile. So these claws, would they be talons? Well, yeah, probably. But the, everything called them claws instead of talons. So Are octopus or octopi, are they lizards? No. They're like... What cephalopods or something like that? So it's a cephalopod. I these all of these descriptions are very <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's a big uh, mishmash of parts. It sounds like some creepy little chimera or something. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's the basic description. Um, they also say that it screeches like a locomotive. That's its sound. It sounds like a screeching train. Okay. Um, it lives in caves. And it, some things said it sucks the blood of its victims. Not everything said that, though. It sucks its vic- victims. Sucks the blood. Okay. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's what I said. You did not specify blood. You just said it I'm sucks. I'm pretty sure I said sucks the blood of its victims. I didn't we can play that. it back. No, we can't. We can't do that. We don't we do not have the technology. <laughs> well, we could after we're done but play we're not, it back. We're not going to do that. Yeah, okay, fine. I'm pretty sure I said that though. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Mm, and it was infamous for stealing children and farm animals. Okay. Um, so that's that's what made it n- not a nice creature. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> it's got to eat, and it lives in a cave. Yeah, yeah. it's big. I mean, it's probably hungry a lot. 
Um, some descriptions said it was similar to a piasa bird, P-I-A-S-A, which I don't even really know what that is. You didn't look it up. I didn't. I didn't do my homework on that one. Silly me. Um, <laughs> all I get when I Google it is a place in Illinois. <laughs> Piazza Bird. Piazza Bird. You get a place in Illinois when you Google Piazza Bird. Yes. Um, oh, there's like a little picture. Um, Wikipedia. Yeah, this guy, the, the Piazza Bird, looks like it's got a beard and antlers. The Piazza, or Piazza Bird, is a Native American dragon depicted in one of two murals painted by Native Americans of bluffs, cliffsides, above the Mississippi River. Its original location was at the end of a chain of limestone bluffs in Madison County. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. The original Piazza illustration no longer exists. A newer 20th century version based partly on 19th century sketches and lithographs has been placed on a bluff in Alton, Illinois, several hundred yards upstream from its origin. See? Illinois. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because there's a large depiction of a weird dragon-like <laughs> bird. It's got a beard and antlers, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a pretty funny face. They say it's similar to that bird. Um, the one thing that it really didn't like. Well, I guess there were actually two things that this creature didn't like. One was a heptagram. Things that zigzag. That's my phone. No. (laughs) A heptagram is a seven-point star. So it's said that people would point, or people would paint, rather, a heptagram on, like, their doors or something to keep the snallygaster away, to ward him off and keep themselves safe. Um, Another thing that, he was opposed to um he actually had an arch rival an arch nemesis if you will that's called the Dwayo. um and i actually did look up stuff on the Dwayo as well so this episode's kind of a two for one because you're gonna get um some information on the the Dwayo in a little bit um first off um so the location of the snallygaster is mostly maryland in Frederick County, which as I'm reading that, I'm like, oh gosh, the person that suggested this is named Frederick. So that's an interesting coincidence. I um, think not. <laughs> um, so Frederick County, Maryland, South Mountain, Middleton Valley. Um, although s- there are some reports of finding its footprints in New Jersey, um, a sighting in West Virginia where um, he caught a woman, he made a home in a barn, and he laid an egg, a barrel-sized egg. And then a report in Castown, Ohio, where he flew over screeching with a horny head and a 20-foot tail. Wait, so it has a horny head as well? In this one report. So it's like a... The only w- report I saw with a horny head. One-eyed, one-armed, flying, purple people eater. Nobody said it was purple. <laughs> Mentioned oct- or an octopi. 
purple occasionally. <laughs> so, um, the lore of the Snallygaster, um, or where it got its name, uh, it came from the 1730s. German immigrants called it the Schnellergeist, which means quick spirit or fast spirit. And that is actually, the Snallygaster is actually in the Merriam-Webster dictionary too. So you can look it up on the dictionary, in the dictionary, sorry. Um, so sightings. 1909 is when it appeared in newspapers in Maryland. Um, February in 1909, a man was said to have been seized by the creature and the Snallygaster drained his blood through his jugular mid-air before dropping him. This story appeared in the Valley Register, which was a local newspaper. It got some buzz, actually, and rumor has it that the Smithsonian Institution offered a reward for the Snallygaster. Not only that, but President Teddy Roosevelt himself considered hunting it. And we all know he liked to hunt. Yeah. I mean, that was <laughs> that was his thing. That was his thing. He almost put off a, like a, either a trip to Africa or a trip to Europe to go hunting. Well, to hunt the Snallygaster. Some now extinct creature from have been, having been hunted by, from, by him. Right. Had he decided to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Thought maybe he would have got the Snallygaster. Yeah, maybe. Um, Cumberland, Maryland. A man saw it near a brick burning kiln. It was sleeping. Um, it woke up, saw him, screeched, and flew away. So, didn't really want to fight there, apparently. Um, in March of 1909... Kind of similar to when, like, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons was like woke up and the the dad John Lithgow and him like look at each other and they kind of scream at each other it's just like that right I, I'm sure it was the spitting image of that scene yes <laughs> maybe a few more tentacles hilarious I, I imagine <laughs> this creature to be hilarious now <laughs> oh, in March of 1909 in Frederick County Three men fought it near the railroad station for an hour and a half before chasing it into Carroll County. So I guess they were just like, get out of our county, apparently. That's all <laughs> um, that that story is right there. They fought it for an hour and a half? For an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they had a lot of stamina. Um, and then... It went quiet. It was dormant for the next 23 years. There were no real um, word of sightings. Well, it was probably gassed. I mean, most, like, grappling fights or something are, like, three minutes or, like, three-minute rounds. An hour and a half fight? I think it was tired. <laughs> you had to sleep for, like, 23 years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the 1930s, there were two reports of it flying over Braddock Heights. Um, and then it was reported to have died in Washington County. Apparently, it was flying over um, moonshine stills, which were highly illegal. So um, these 
hidden moonshine stills were given off vapors, fumes of the alcohol, and it flew over and inhaled them and then plummeted from the sky into a 2,500-gallon vat of moonshine. So they drank it. Well, no, I mean, it fell into the vat, and somehow revenue agents um, got wind of this snallygaster in the vat, and they destroyed both the vat and the carcass of the beast. So, of course, there's no evidence. Right. Mm-hmm. It's in a big warehouse somewhere. Right. Um, so that, really, that's all that there was... Of this Snallygaster. Like, there's no solid leads. There's not even really any solid names. Um, And the stories of it are pretty short and to the point. I didn't catch any of the time periods. Um, Most of this, it started in 1909 and then in 1930. Okay. So, yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot. Um, one site I saw said they resurrected the lore in the 19th century in order to scare, um, the free men, freed, freed slaves, which I thought that was randomly thrown into whatever I was reading because there was like nothing else after that. So I'm not really sure what that was about. Um, the Snallygaster itself was actually also, um... Somebody kind of used it to describe Senator Joseph McCarthy um, in June of 1953. His name was Whitaker Chambers, and he he wrote something. And in it, he says, um, It was a trick of fate in a low comedy mood that Senator McCarthy should first have bounded into public view, dragging the unlikely and protesting person of Mr. Lattimore to share with him a historic spotlight, so grateful to the one and so acutely unwanted by the other. It was a trick of fate that, in the case of each, has led to some serious confusions, for it led to the translation of Senator McCarthy into the symbol of a national snallygaster, a winged hobgoblin used to frighten naughty children in parts of rural rural Maryland. Instead of one of the two things that he obviously is, an instinctive politician of a kind fairly common in our history, in which case the uproar he inspires is a phenomenon much more arresting than the senator or a politician of a kind wholly new in our history, in which case he merits the most cautious and cold-blooded appraisal. So he called him a snallygaster. Um, and that was like just one little part of like a big long thing he wrote. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, in pop culture, because I feel like we should just transition to pop culture at the moment. Sure. Um, it's actually kind of prevalent in things, which is kind of neat. The Snallygaster? Yeah. <laughs> More than I thought it would be. Um, so, in 2008, Patrick Boyton wrote a book called Snallygaster, The Lost Legend of Frederick County. The Snallygaster is featured in a game, Bethesda's Fallout 76. And he also makes an appearance in the Harry Potter universe. Fallout? So, like, like Fallout, Fallout, mm-hmm. New Vegas, that, that yeah. series? Fallout, yeah. 
Beth- oh yeah, okay, so Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah. Huh. They they used it as a one of their creatures in Fallout seventy six. He was in Harry Potter, Pottermore. Um, not so much like the Harry Potter series, but yeah. like the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them series. Mm-hmm. I guess he's mentioned in there and in Pottermore. Um, as a new world monster said to compete with the Loch Ness monster for most publicity hungry beast. Just kind of a funny description that she made for him. Seeing (laughs) as, as it's a, at least as far as you, in your findings is less than, um, true. Yeah. 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 And then uh, also part of the Potter world was like them using the Snallygaster heartstrings for uh, wand cores and specific wands. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat, neat little mythology. I mean, it's it's pro- more more so probably just because it has a fun name. Yeah, probably a, a very Harry Potter ish. Yeah, name for sure. Um, it wrote itself into the book. <laughs> Also, let's see, there is a punk rock music group that was formed in Baltimore, and they called themselves the Snallygasters. This was in 2012. I have no idea if they're still a band. I didn't even listen to their music, but I thought it was an interesting note, like a band named themselves after this cryptid. There is the Snallygaster Beer Fest in Washington, D.C. Interesting. Apparently, it's been going on for seven years. Seven? It, seven, yeah. Okay. It uh, it was last, um, the last took place in October of last year, so October 2018. And part of this festival, I didn't really look up a whole lot of it, of it but you can buy different passes, and one was the Kraken Pass, and one was the Basilisk Pass. Do they have like a giant vat somewhere at the festival, and at some point towards the end... There's an effigy of the Snallygast, and they send it flying, and then someone has to shoot it out of the sky, <laughs> and it will have it land in the vat. You know, if they don't, they're missing a great opportunity. <laughs> Probably not shoot at it because that that's dangerous. But yeah, at least have like, have it drop an effigy of of it drop into, into the vat. Yeah, yeah. Like, they should do that. Yeah, the if dropping the dropping of the Snallygast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like your idea. I have lots of them. <laughs> um, there's also Snallygaster whiskey made by the Dragon Distillery in Frederick, Maryland, that was released last year. See that? See they didn't they didn't ever apprehend the body that still got out of there, or like they blew up the wrong one. So they kept it, and it just bathes in that whiskey (laughs) and then they just bottle it up and and keep producing sure yeah or like they just have a little bit of it left and so they mix with that in so that because that's how you get like the the whiskey years is you know you you mix like a a a whatever year with a whatever year and then it makes a different year it's Mm -hmm. really weird (laughs) so yes that is pretty much Pretty much the information I have on the on the Snallygaster, um, but everywhere I read it, it told of these famous fights with its enemy, the the Dwyo, and I'm like, uh, well, I want to 
read about one of these fights. Like all it says is that they had lots of fights. Let me tell me about a fight. Could not find any information about these fights that it supposedly got into with the Dwyo. But I did look up the Dwyo. Okay. What What do you think from the name Dwyo and knowing that it fought the Snallygaster? What kind of creature would you think it was? It doesn't like birds or lizards, birds. It's probably like a feline kind of character person thing. Or maybe a dog-like man thing. I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. Yeah, okay. I imagine some kind of beast man. Yes, definitely. Um, looking Apish. at the descriptions, it's kind of like a werewolf. Okay. Um, hairy mammal with a really big bushy tail. Like I'm, like it's a really big bushy tail. And sometimes bipedal, bipedal, bipedal. <laughs> wow. Um, six foot tall when standing on hind legs, dark hair. Usually this one was spotted in West Middletown, like the Snallygaster in Maryland, but also in, wait for it, Wolfsville, Maryland. <laughs> Thusly named. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Had it previously been named that? I don't know. Or were they like, man, we see a lot of wolves in here. We better change our name. <laughs> so uh, the the Dwyo has more like sightings and more information to the sightings than this Nallygaster, which is kind of funny. Um, it was sighted in 1944, um, but of that, like nothing's written about it. Just that, oh, I think I saw a Dwyo. Um, again. Where did its name come from? Were they just like, man, I saw it. Like, is it, again, from, like, Native American people? Or was it someone just, like, like, yammering because they saw something? And they're like, what are you saying? Um, I'll kind of get to that a little bit. Um, first, though, in November of 1965, the Frederick News Post, so another local paper, they wrote an article about John Becker. Um, he's a man who apparently near... Gambrill State Park. He he went outside his house to investigate a noise in his yard. Right, and it was at night. It well, the sky was darkening. Mm -hmm. You know, night was coming on. His a dog was barking. A shape moved toward him, and it was like an angry, black-haired, bear-like creature. It stood up on his hind legs to attack him. The man apparently fought it until it ran off. How big was this man? This creature is six <laughs> feet tall. I know. And a dog? Yeah. Um, so John Becker filed an anonymous report with the local state police about his encounter. Um, from that, George May um, put that in the newspaper and wrote a few more ar articles about it. Word spread around and suddenly everybody's reporting that they've seen a Dwyo. Um, and, a, you know, a lot of the reports are pretty fantastical. Um, one woman said that she heard something crying like a baby and screaming like a woman. It At the same time. It could have just been a baby and a woman in my head, but okay. okay. Another one said that they saw a dog shaped creature chasing their cows. Did they have a sheep dog? <laughs> Another one said that all these reports were putting her daughter in a nervous condition and the newspapers needed to stop it. 
Yes. <laughs> well, stop <laughs> reading your daughter the newspaper reports. Um, and all these reports faded by December, so um, they weren't. They didn't happen for very long. But the next summer in 1966, the Jim... Wolf Tavern opened. Which <laughs> is a grand marketing scheme. Jim A. Didn't give his last name, just oh, the initial. Jimmy. Jim A. Yeah, Jim A. Saw it near Gambrel State Park. So this is like the second time that's okay. been mentioned. Wolf Park. <laughs> right. Um, saw it as he was walking to his campsite. He said it was the size of a deer, had triangular head with pointed ears and a pointed chin. That, sounds, that just sounds like a deer. Right. <laughs> They're fairly uh, pointy. And when he approached it, it screamed at him and backed away. And it had an odd spider-like walked, walk when it backed away. Like, he's... He, that was noted that it was a spider-like walk. And that I, was all for I that report. I, I'm trying to picture a spider-like walk from a dog beast pointy thing. <laughs> but it just it's really awkward looking. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's dog-like, they don't really have... They're, anatomically, they, they can't do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can a deer, really. Um, okay. Yep. yep. Sure. Uh, in the fall of 1976, ooh, Fallout 76, fall of 1970, although Fallout used the Snelly Gaster, not the Doio, but still, Do I'm making all kinds of crazy connections. So, fall of 1976 in Thurmont, two men were driving Route 77 when a creature ran across the road with muscular back legs similar to a kangaroo and stripes on its lower half. <laughs> okay. That was all. Okay. And then in 1978... Stripes? This just sounds stripes? like a lysine. I know. And not a... Although kangaroo, like that kind of... Like what? It was and a real jelly. In 1978, two park rangers near Cunningham Falls saw a creature running on two legs. Again, there's really not much there to convince me of what they saw. Did, like, someone in the neighborhood have a kangaroo? <laughs> 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 like, like uh, some kind of, like, wildlife preserve or something? Maybe. Or, like, in the, I mean, what, in the 40s, there were probably less, like, animal protections maybe just someone had our kangaroo and it just kept getting out <laughs> there was another porter about the dwayo again ah dang it the kangaroo got out <laughs> ridiculous um another place said that and this was really random but i wrote it down because it was so random that the Dwyo actually hatches from the Snallygaster egg. What? And has human traits. Th I'm, I'm just reporting what I read. <laughs> and that made no sense to me. Um, another person thought it was maybe connected to the Hexen Wolf, which is another cryptid, apparently. And then some University of Maryland students... They wrote um, that they investigated the origin and traced it to the Dwy, D-W-A-Y, 
which inhabited upper Amazon River and immigrated from the Yangtze River Plateau via the glacier bridge between Alaska and China. So the Dwai was actually a creature that lived long ago when we had that glacier bridge around. So that was kind of interesting. Like people tried to like find something it could be distantly related to. I mean, I've I've seen bones of ancient animals and they were big. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you know, if the you know, some of those genes are probably kind of uh I mean some of those recessive genes maybe pop out every once in a while and you get a really big dog. <laughs> A big giant wolf. So that is all the information I have on the Snallygaster and the Dwyo. What are, well, I guess it's not all the information I have. There is one more thing. But before I say it, I kind of want to get your opinion on what you think of these two cryptids. (laughs) Um, Just because of the the like i feel like the the snally gas snally gas uh mostly just because it is both a bird a dog no 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 a lizard so it's a bird lizard octopus with one eye and a horn well one thing said one, one horn. thing i don't um I'm going to go with two yetis on the Snally gas just because it just there's so few accounts and people just can't seem to make up their mind on anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how it would fly. <laughs> or fly well. Like I I I mean maybe maybe that's why they there aren't any because it didn't fly well, and with there being so many people, it just like got run over or like hit by something because it was just flying into things because we keep putting things places. Uh, the Dwyo, sure, I give it like however uh, five yetis. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I forget how many yetis our scale goes to. Ten. It, ten? <laughs> it goes to ten. Okay, I'm gonna go with five. Um, just be because, uh, you know. Big creature, big dog creature, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know that I should actually, I mean, I don't know that I should rate the, the Snally Aster. The Dwyo, I would give like mm, maybe three. I mean, their reports were pretty spotty. They could have just been seeing a big wolf or a big dog. Or, a, you know, someone's kangaroo. Or somebody's kangaroo, yeah. <laughs> so I don't hold a whole lot of stock, but... Not to say that there aren't large, weird dog creatures out there. So, you never know. As oh, far as... Very regional. I mean, each one has its own name. Right. Yeah. Um, As far as the Snallygaster, so there was one bit of information... Oh, gosh. Foot cramp. Sorry. There was one bit of information I read um, that kind of was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. Um, the Valley Register, they're the newspaper that, that put out the reports of okay. the Snallygaster in 1909. 
And the editor had an alcohol problem. <laughs> Not exactly. Although the editor is involved. Really? It, yeah. So all of those reports were reported to actually have been a hoax from the reporter, Ralph S. Wolf, <laughs> and the editor, editor, George C. Roderick, in order to gain more readers. And so they kind of just came up with this Nalagaster and... They were inspired from creatures in German folklore and the Jersey Devil, which um, apparently had been sighted close to the time where they were cooking all this up. Right. They were, we need, you know what we need? We need our own, (laughs) our own creature. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So that kind of put a damper on it because before I read that, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, I don't know. It seems like a weird weird mix-up of a creature but like i like some of the pictures seeing this like crazy bird dragon thing with tentacles coming out of its mouth or around its mouth and just like the visual is just so out there i kind of love it beak (laughs) with teeth it does and tentacles yeah i'm shaking my head that's what i just did (laughs) shook my head it's so crazy i kind of love it like because it makes no sense whatsoever (laughs) and it is definitely not practical and why would a giant half half reptile half bird octopus thing be battling a werewolf like the whole thing is just so bizarre or having some crazy long fight like rowdy roddy piper and they live yes (laughs) It's just so bizarre. You kind of have to love it at, at some point. So apparently the Snallygaster is more fake lore than actual folklore. And that's all I got for Snallygaster slash Dwayo. I really hope I'm saying Dwayo right. <laughs> you didn't You didn't look at the pronunciation or anything There's on the... not much of a pronunciation guide for it. Wikipedia. Someone probably figured it out. Probably. I mean, it's probably also regional. How do people speak? Where is it from again? Maryland. Yeah, I don't know how Maryland people talk. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's how they talk. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Until we hear somebody from somebody from Maryland. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think so? Wait. Where's, where's Frederick? I don't know where he's from. Hmm. Sorry. He might be from um, Wolfsville, Maryland. <laughs> anyway, thank you for <laughs> this suggestion. I think it was a really fun cryptid. Visually, I I kind of love it. Um, but I don't think it's very... Uh, I don't think it's a very strong cryptid, especially since they Whoa. pretty much said Whoa. it was a hoax. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They could have willed it in existence. Isn't that how things work? Oh, yeah. Let's not get into those. What are those called? There's a name for that when you will something into existence. I can't remember the name. Fruition. No, 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 no. There's like an actual... Is that like a tulpa? It might be a tulpa. Hmm. Some people think that the Loch Ness monster is a tulpa. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, well, take us out. 
Okay, well, that was our show. Thank you for listening. I hope you liked it. We will um, be recording another one at another time. Hopefully um, within the next month, eh? Uh, anyway, catch us on Instagram, Myth Taken Podcast. You can email us. Um, that is mythtakenpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. You can check out the Back to Life podcast. Um, check us out. Drop us some lines. And see you later. Bye. I walk for miles along the highway. Well, that's just my.